This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back. It's Kelly and Ramia on a Tuesday afternoon here. If you're listening live on AMI-tv, of course, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. And we want to feature some fantastic initiatives today on the show, starting with this one. It's called Lil E Cafe. That's L-I-L space E Coffee Cafe. And this is a spot um, where it's an inclusive cafe, sorry, where with two locations, one in Calgary, one in Toronto, and the cafe hires employment employees with cognitive disabilities, and this, of course, leads to meaningful employment, or at least that is the mission behind the initiative. So we have two guests who are here to tell us more about this cafe. Caitlin Rutherford is the general manager manager at Lily Cafe in Toronto, and Nicole Monez is employee at the one in Toronto also. So welcome to both of you. Thanks for coming on, Kelly and Ramia. Thanks for having Thanks us. For having- so we, I have a, a couple questions, or we'll um, get to know Lily Cafe and both of your experiences. Caitlin, can you describe the cafe for us a little more so we can get an idea of the vibe and the atmosphere? Sure. Um, so the intention of the place was to be somewhere really fun to work, uh, somewhere for everyone felt welcome. Uh, there's bright colors um, and bright lights, uh, big windows, um, and it's just a place where everyone feels welcome and uh, can hang out as long as they like. That's amazing. I love the bright windows, the colors, and maybe you can touch on that a little bit more and the way that it makes customers and employees feel. But what would you say when asked the question, what makes this place so special? Mm. That's actually a hard question to answer because there are a lot of things, in my opinion. Um, I think well, the I'm biggest greedy. Thing... I'll take more than one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. sure. What makes this place special? I think the biggest thing is that we're unique compared to other uh, inclusive hiring or job training um, uh, places. We not only provide job training and life skills to our employees, it. Um, we're also paying our employees at the same time. Um, and I think that that's a major difference than a lot of other job training places, uh, especially in the city. Um, so our hiring process was just like any other job. We had people apply, we interviewed, and then successful candidates were hired and trained up um, and work in a fully customer-facing environment um, with the two of us managing. I have another manager that works with me, Serena. Um, and we not only manage the store, but we provide all of the coaching and training needs, sort of extra care that our employees might need on an individual basis. Fantastic. Wow. Uh, uh, Caitlin, how long? Give, uh, give us an idea of the history of the cafe. When did things kind of start and the focus that that the, that, that you have? Sure. So in Calgary, if that's what you mean, uh, in Calgary, they opened in 2021. Um, and it was the brainchild of the owner, Paul Constance. Uh, he had a daughter, has a daughter, Ella, who was born with Down syndrome. She's six now. Uh, and that's who little E is, little Ella. Uh, and he wanted to create a space for her and people like her um, because the 
the employment rate amongst people with intellectual and developmental disabilities uh, is devastatingly low. So, mm -hmm. um, so he, having never owned a coffee shop before, had talked to as many people as he could, and um, you know, through a lot of hard work and perseverance, he opened it up, uh, kind of in the depth of COVID, um, to great success. And so, um, they've been open for two and a half years now and we've been open for three months and uh, we've had some lovely reception here as well. And that is so nice to hear. And I want to ask you, Nicole, uh, what you do at Lily Ca Coffee Cafe. I don't know why I cannot roll this off the tongue, but uh, what do you do and what do you enjoy doing? What I do is I make coffee. I give uh, the sweets that people want. And I also do a little cleaning here and there. And I love doing is the coffees for people, make them happy. Very Sing nice. Their oh. Yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. And just being able to speak to people and see their faces lit up when you give their coffee or when you be nice to them and that's amazing oh so you see that in their faces when you're handing that to them eh, nicole yes yeah um i i, I wanted to ask you how like when you started because this is only three months old the location in toronto nicole um, when did you start working and was it difficult for you in the beginning or was this something that you always wanted to do, you know, have a customer service and talk to people and be around people? Well, I would say um, when I first started here, I was a little bit nervous, but um, I found myself liking the job and wanting to do it. I never thought I would be in a cafe, but I'm loving it. And it's very ha I'm very happy to have so many lovely people in the cafe. Where did and you hear about the job opening, Nicole? Like when you first, how did you first hear about it? I first heard about it with my teacher. She uh, heard it from uh, one of the students uh parents and she said it would be good for me so she asked me if i wanted to go is this your first plan. is this your first job nicole yes oh that's fantastic and how is that yeah. feeling paychecks that's feeling good yeah. it makes me feel responsible and that i could do things yeah I know some people say, hey, it's nice just to have somewhere to go each day, you know, get up uh, that thing to go and do that's mine. That brings me back something. But like you said, Nicole, the smiles, the people you, you like serving. Um, I'm kind of curious, Caitlin, when it comes to doing interviews, sitting down with people and kind of figuring out what they're looking for, their interest in the work, and maybe, you know, what they can do and what their, their aspirations are. We know, uh, as, as disabled people um, in our society and, and how um, 
how hard it is just to get a darn interview that we may not have our skills up enough, whether it comes to applying for the job or sitting through interviews and wondering and the nervousness and everything like that. What kinds of things have you run into and, and how do you guys navigate that as, as you've learned, oh boy, <laughs> you know, people are nervous or people having whatever the things are. And I think that's safe to say everybody is when they go for a job interview. Yeah, but I think sometimes those of us with disabilities, we are disadvantaged by the fact that we don't generally have as many as maybe the next person might? That's a good question. Um, we we did our best to prepare for that. Um, we allowed for a lot of time because we knew people were going to be nervous. We knew that people might not show up on time because of navigation issues. Um, we did our best to make it an accessible space, uh, but people get lost all the time. Um, I do too. So we, we made sure that we kept our questions um, concise and then allowed for extra time. Um, and then we also made sure that we had different ways of asking those questions, breaking them down if necessary, ask them in a different way another time if they were misunderstood. Um, and we really tried to connect with the person who was sitting in front of us um, and make them feel like it, this wasn't a test, that we really wanted to understand where they were coming from and what they were looking for, what they were looking to get out of a job with us. Um, because that's part of our program is that right. we are hoping to help people develop their their goals or even identify their goals for what happens next, right? Nobody who comes to work at Little E stays forever um, as much as they would like to and as much as we'd love to have them. Um, the goal is to, to move them along to more permanent employment somewhere else. And so asking that question in the, in the interview um, was really important um, and a large part of our hiring process uh, so that we understood at least the path that 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 person had hoped to be on, even if it changes along the way. And Nicole, how was that for you? When going for your job interview and like what Caitlin's telling us um, and for your future? It was a little nerve wracking, I'm not gonna lie, but um, I found that they were so kind and um, like just knowing that they were there and they didn't want to do it so fast and went slow and very good for for me to uh, say things. And it was so well organized, I would say. Mm. How important is it, Caitlin, for um partnerships for collaboration you know this is of course the entrepreneurship side of it is um, a person with a dream a person with a family member who you know wanted to kick off something that would be meaningful and beneficial for uh, like a population of people with disabilities and it's it's so incredible but also we know that for something to be sustainable we've got a and you mentioned like the turnover and all these other things we've got a partner up with people and we have to um, make sure that our our formulas are working that thing that people are dedicated you know are we doing things right the feedback and all of these other things so how do you feel about this aspect of partnerships and collaboration um, the partnership and collaboration is 
the hardest part, I think, of the mission, um, as well as the most essential. Um, the work that we do, if we could do it forever, like I said, we would. Um, mm -hmm. But part of the mission is that we're changing minds in our community, um, that we're not annexing anybody to you know, the, the back room or behind the scenes, that this is a customer facing um, job. And so proving to other companies and other individuals, other businesses that this job is one that can be done by the people who work here is, is part of the mission. And then we work, uh, we meet with other uh, uh, corporations and businesses in the meantime, while we're training everybody to see uh, who would be interested in being a partner. There are a few who are over the moon about it and it's so wonderful to see, mm -hmm. um, but it's a lot of work to sort of formalize those things, like you said, and, and receive the right feedback. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a big part of the job <laughs> for is, sure. Yeah. Uh, and it all happens kind of behind the scenes for us as managers. And I'm assuming it's very different for you, like for the team at Lily Coffee Cafe um, versus, you know, as you said, corporate or chains that do uh, have initiatives that are more like programs and plans and funding and all these other things to try to um, rope in the the work aspect that way right and the employment aspect that way it's very different and it's more independently done where you guys have to go out and outreach is a big part of it but um we'd mm, love to well, having, yeah go ahead having a storefront helps with that yeah, right that yeah. we're that we're open and people invisible um so and people can come in and get their coffee a lot of people walk in and don't know what they're walking into and then they you know as they wait for their latte they read our missions and we've got a huge mm. mission up on the wall and they go, oh, oh, okay. I understand where I am now. This is really cool. Um, so be, having a storefront definitely helps. That's that. fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much, Caitlin, Nicole. We really appreciate the conversation with you both and all the best. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Take care. For having us. Thank Bye. you. Hi. We were speaking with Caitlin Rutherford, General Manager at Lily Coffee Cafe in Toronto, as well as Nicole Meniz, who is an employee at the Toronto location. You can check out the Lily Coffee, Coffee Cafe, which is the inclusive cafe offering meaningful employment to people with cognitive disabilities. Coming up in the next hour of Kelly and Ramia, we have Bryce Parker joining us for our collections and hobbies segment. He's got some interesting uh, sports jerseys that he's going to tell us about. wonder where they come from. Also, we're learning about the Common Thread Community Chorus Choir, which sings for social justice. But up next, we got a community report with Mark Wortman. He's in Dubai, and he's going to talk about the United Nations Climate Change Conference, which he's currently at. We'll be back to talk to him about that. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.